Mitch Cohen now from the News Limited Papers, Daily Telegraph, Racenet, etc. How are you, Mitch? Yeah, good, mate. Thursday this week, a bit of a change-up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think uh, Chris just taking a couple of days off, mate. So uh, you jump That's, in. That's uh, pretty standard, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, he's enjoying a, a well-earned break, I think, uh, Chris Roots. Uh, and I guess uh, one bloke who could have had a break, but he's not, he's uh, chasing Aussie Riches, is Tom Marquand, who's going to be coming down. Yeah, Aussie Tom, as uh, plenty like to call him, he's obviously come down here a, a number of times now. Tom Marquand, he hasn't arrived in the country yet. He's, he's making the voyage down um, from the Northern Hemisphere um, over the coming oil. He'll be here in time for the weekend, put it that way, to ride on Saturday. He's got four rides, which will become free because Hardware Lane uh, landed amongst the emergencies and will run today instead at Albury. But yeah, we know the success Tom's had before, having won... Um, double-digit black-type races here before and, and a couple of Group 1s aboard a day. Most notably, obviously, back-to-back Queen Elizabeth Stakes. Uh, we know he first came over here in, in 2020, Dave, and um, obviously a day was his standout, but he won an English Millennium and a couple of Group 3s and, and really stamped his mark before sort of coming back the next year. And it wasn't that successful, but still won that Queen Elizabeth on a day again in a, in a stirring battle. Uh, the British Bulldog, has he, as he became known. But uh, look, COVID, as it did with a lot of things, put it, his trip down to Australia on hold last year. But he's back. He's obviously had a good association with a few people coming down to Australia in the past. And, and he'll continue that association that he's had with John O'Shea, of course, um, who was one of the people that sort of... Um, really encourage him to come down here and have a crack in the first place. And he'll ride through Tiger and that SMO Prince. Uh, look, really a great chance to kick him off. He stayed here in, in the feature race of the weekend in Zoo Tiger. Um, a really nice horse for John O'Shea that's one of the main chances in that race. And, of course, he'll ride on for good Alton in the long road plate. Um, so, look, a couple of nice chances there, and I'm sure he'll get plenty of chances in the weeks and months to come with, I guess, most notably a, a couple of big guns out with suspensions at the moment. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and I tell you what, uh, he's we know he can ride, and we know he's a strong rider as well. So I think what it does too, and this was alluded to uh, the fact on Punters Postmortem, that he's obviously out here not only to ride uh, some Aussie contingent, but there must be some really nice Haggis horses, etc., coming across. Yeah, William Haggis has said um, earlier this week that uh, he's, he's probably going to have four horses coming out, uh, or four horses heading into quarantine. Um, my colleague Ray Thomas, obviously, and a colleague of yours at Sky, has uh, spoke to William earlier this week, and he's got four horses, which we know Tommy's relationship with William Haggis in the past. He's ridden his horses when they came out here, so uh, those horses um, that he said are Dubai Honor, uh, Purple Pay, Earl of Tyrant, and, and Protagonist, look where, um, where they stack up um, often. Sometimes these Europeans can't come over and do it, but with the proof with William Haggis' horses is they have, uh, notably a day. But, of course, Young Rascal won um, on debut here when he came over with a day the first time. So, look, it, it should be interesting, and it's shaping up to be a, a pretty awesome carnival at the moment. Dave, the blue skies are out, so let's hope we don't cop that, uh, well, three months of rain that we did last year. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, it's, uh, no, let's hope that uh, that La Nina or whatever it's called is gone. Uh, what about Eskimo, Eskimo Prince? The Eskimo Prince stakes, uh, it looks a, a cracking race uh, this particular year and uh, it's going to be the kick-starting point for a number of these when it comes to uh, you know, the, the autumn carnival that we speak of. 
Yeah, it's a, it's always a, a cracking three-year-old race. This we see a lot of these horses sort of come through this race and then go towards a Hobart fill, and that that Hobart fill is, I guess, the the fork in the road for a lot of these horses where they go, okay, is this is this Colt or is this Philly? Uh, well, not so much the Phillies because they've got the surround stakes, but in terms of the Colts, is this Colt or this Gelding? Is he a miler or do we keep him at the sprints? And, and that's one question I was speaking to John O'Shea earlier this morning. Um, one question that I guess will be answered with Zoo Tiger once he gets through these first two runs. Do he, does he sort of stay at races potentially like a Canterbury Stakes or, or does he go further? But the Hobartville will tell that. I think you look at horses like Cabin. Uh, we knew he was sort of going towards that that Caulfield Guineas before he had that, obviously, that bleeding attack, which unfortunately ruled him out of the spring. And, and boy, wasn't there a boom on him heading into sort of those bigger races. So it'll be exciting to see him back. But uh, I think there's a few there that you, you sort of know are going towards uh, towards that Caulfield Guineas path, obviously. I'm oh, sorry, not Caulfield Guineas, Randwick Guineas path. Obviously, Osipenko finished third in that Caulfield Guineas. Myers probably should have won the race, Dave, uh, coming from a mile back, but that's a different story. Um, but, yeah, look, it's a cracking race. Um, a few fillies in this year's edition of, as well. I was speaking to Chris Lees during the week. Um, whether Wolverine runs or not or, or heads next week to the light fingers um, is sort of the question mark there, obviously. She's treated a bit poorly at the weights compared to a few of the other fillies in the race, given her stakes wins. Yeah, and um, also, too, uh, what's this star British young rider making his Aussie debut, mate? Yeah, Dave. It's um, look if for those going through the form, they would have noticed a new name in there. And um, look, if you go to race five, and I, I see you, baby, you'll see a young man named Benoit Delassayette uh, riding his first ride in Australia. He's been with um, John O'Shea Stable over here for about the past six weeks, but this will be the first opportunity he gets. He's just here for a short stint. Um, but look, mate, he's coming over with a big reputation. They obviously, um, he, he's won the uh, the English apprenticeship uh, title, apprentice title, I should say, last season um, for, for champion trainer John Gosden over there. He's got a um, a big boom on him, a young kid with that surely got plenty of talent, and he's just come over here for I guess a little summer holiday, another little riding holiday to hone his craft. And, and he's doing that with John O'Shea at the moment. How long he stays, um, speaking to John, he, he might only be here for another couple of weeks, uh, but he will have a couple of rides in between that, um, look, will be interested to see what he does um, and, and whether he sort of um, can make his mark in the next couple of weeks because um, certainly if, uh, if, you, if you Google search his name, mate, you'll find a couple of searches and the raps they have on him over there are, yeah. uh, are rather large. So, now, um, now how do look, we say his name? Benoit... Benoit Dallasayette, I would say. Benoit Dallasayette. It's definitely Benoit Dallasayette. Dallasayette. Yeah, um, and you're right. Um, he is. Uh, he was the first apprentice last year to be hired by, as you said, uh, John Gosden in 30 years. Uh, and some are saying he's the new Frankie. Yep. So, uh, yeah. That's quite the rap, isn't it? That is a big rap uh, for a young kid, so a young bloke. So there you go. So we're going to see... Uh, hopefully that name pop up in the form guide and uh, he's at Ramwick and no doubt enjoying an, an Aussie summer. Yeah, and speaking to John, he said he's a, he's a, he's a very talented young rider and, and who's got a great future. So it'll be interesting to see what he what he can do over the next sort of couple of weeks. I'm sure he um, once, I guess, people know his sort of reputation over there, he, he'll certainly get chances if he, if he, if he 
puts his foot in the right direction. Sounds like a, a great stuff, mate. Uh, Mitch, we'll catch you tomorrow on the punters panel, mate. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it, Dave. Can't wait. Back yeah, again. Yes, we've got uh, Richard Callender, Luke Marlowe, Nick Burney and Mitch Cohen as our lineup tomorrow on the punters panel from around that 20 past nine mark.